Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When that clogged toilet hits, you know it's a party. (laughs) Hats off to plumbers. My dog snores and keeps me awake all night, and he's so cute, but it's not great. You know what's borderline cannibalism? My cat eating animal cookies. It really is. Have such a good day. Hello world, and welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants desperately for you to do just that. Hello, wonderful patrons and people of the world. How Hello. are you doing today, this week? Uh, doing good. Doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and speak for everybody. We're fine, Heather. We're all really great. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. We are here to unpack the absurdity of everyday life yes. for your entertainment. We hope that that's why you're here too to listen to us yak about life. Indeed. Because that's kind of what the show's about. Indeed. Um, we're happy to have you. Yes, we are. My coworker over on Daily Tech News Show, Tom Merritt, mentioned, because he listens to the show. Hello, Tom. Hi, Tom. And he mentioned that last week, uh, because he's uh, he had subscribed to the non-Patreon feed, obviously, that that uh, we'd mentioned sometimes has ads mm-hmm. and uh and he heard a an ad for like a cosmetics company wait on our show on our show yeah what yeah so there was a little bit of a <laughs> this is a little inside baseball but for everybody who's a patron you have an ad free feed and some people do really want that and they want to directly support the show and and we're super appreciative but you don't have to pay to listen to the show we don't want anybody to have to and so there is a company that we work with that offers podcast hosting and also ad revenue options if somebody decides to advertise on your show. There was a little mishap with the company Mm. some months back where I was like, yes, we'd like to monetize. That would be great, you know, pay some bills here. Um, And the monetization actually never went into effect. Mm -hmm. So I guess it has. Oh, God. So that's what it is. It's like they embed it. Is it just one ad? I mean, I, I don't, I, wow. didn't, I okay. didn't listen. Um, this is, I, I just heard this, but, but the point is if, if there are never ads on a, sh- on a show that would like to make ad revenue, you know, it's, it's often that there's nobody listening 
or mm-hmm. the advertiser doesn't think that your show is a good fit. Sure. You know, there's there's all sorts of kind of, yeah. um, you know, in the weeds reasons for this. So it's it's good. that I think it is good. And yeah. it, as long as it's just like, you know, not too invasive. You know, Mark Marin now has like three or four ads in every episode and it, it's pretty irksome. And he mm. does a good job like scripting them. I mean, they're not... You know, it's his it's his voice, but it's still yeah. it's like, oh man, he he has they're long too. Anyway, so hopefully we there's don't have definitely to do that. an art to it. Yeah. When I worked at uh, uh, on a few shows, when I worked at the Twit Network, um, I we would do in show ad reads, mm-hmm. and you know there were the advertisers were pretty picky, you know, yeah. about what you're saying, but we were also very like, hey, I mean, we're not just gonna be like shilling anything Mm -mm. it has to make sense you know it has to kind of be tech focused because it was a technology network and 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 not be a product that you know any of us dislike and Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff and there there really is an art to it oh there Um, is for sure and there is something to that that uh you know the organic nature of being like oh they're doing an ad again but it's their voice yeah exactly it's not just some like pre-recorded thing and they're gonna make it funny Mm -hmm. or you know or get creative but but boy, <laughs> it's just, oh, I used to get my like ad read copy and be like, all right, I'm doing this. You were, you were good at it. I always felt like you, I mean, because I did produce a lot of shows that, uh, where you were talent and I remember yeah. you kind of rewriting stuff and you would always sell it, especially the Adagio T. You remember that on Pop Siren? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was yeah, a fun that, one. It was. Yeah. I, it's uh, anyway, I listen, a world without ads would be fine with me, but it's uh it's you got to keep the lights a way on. that a lot of people make make some cash in order to stay creative so that's exactly that's where we are sarah there was a good omen on my way in this morning oh, yeah it was a field of baby sheep oh my baby gosh, sheep so it was cute. the cutest thing oh. i mean it was almost as cute as like koalas but i mean it was pretty pretty damn cute well i'm glad to hear it um <laughs> it's so funny right now as as i'm recording this i can hear that the truck that is bringing my Chewy.com shipment, which by the way is like seven very large boxes. It takes me like a week to just like break down the boxes Unpacking, and then I have to yeah, do it totally. again next month. Um, oh, Chewy. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, animal food. They're pretty great. What are you going to do? Um, yeah. Otis is starting this new dry food because the other food is like discontinued or for some reason backordered. And that's a whole thing. Because mm-hmm. you can't just, well, for some dogs maybe you can, but you can't just be like, here's new food, eat it, because he mm-hmm. would just have diarrhea. Yeah. It, no. It's like you it has to that. be a whole process, you know, slow start, <laughs> and then you kind of mix in, and it's like 20, you can't have 25%, a 75 toilet. Yeah, the clogged toilet. And a dog with diarrhea. So, clogged toilet. I will spare you all the details, <laughs> uh, but uh, I had quite a week. And this is actually not even an Airbnb issue. This was just my my house. My toilet got clogged. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, eh, all right, um, where's my plunger? You know, like there's like several plungers around, you know, but then I was like, ah, I remember when the landlord was here last and he couldn't find a plunger, and so I let him borrow mine, and so it's in that oh, house no. somewhere. And there's guests in the house, and I'm like, not gonna bother the guests and be like, hey, can yeah. I go find my plunger in your home, <laughs> you know, that you paid a lot of money to stay in? So I was like, all right, gotta get another plunger. I mean, that's 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 where we are. And of course, the whole time, because I've had some pretty significant plumbing issues in my unit 
back, you know, back a few months. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, when do I call Brandon? Brandon's the plumber that I've used for lots of different jobs because I, you know, if the plunger doesn't work, like, I can't last another day in here. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I have one toilet to my name. You know, if it's not working, life can't go on. Like, I would literally have to, like, (laughs) stay with my mother. And so, (laughs) so I'm thinking, like, God, please work. So I go down to the hardware store. And uh, boy, they must think I'm so weird. I mean, I go in there for just the weirdest things. Like the other day I was like, do you guys have a basketball? They're like, yeah, we do. Yeah, let me, you know, the girl's like, yeah, it's like way up. You know, I need a ladder to like get it. But yes, we have Uh one, you know. Are you going to play basketball? No, it's for Otis. Oh, okay. I used to buy him (laughs) soccer balls, but like the fabric on the like little octagons of the soccer ball, he ends up eating them yeah so i was like this is you know no i'm not gonna buy you soccer balls that you're just like gonna disintegrate i was like a basketball though i would like to see him play with a basketball oh, I, I have some video. video i'll send it to you okay great it's because it's too big for him to bite it but there's <laughs> yeah. nothing really because you know it's the you know it's the side of the basketball mm-hmm. itself is you know it's kind of that it's like vinyl that, or something yeah well it's like it's like a rubber tread right mm-hmm. Yeah. But he just like he just runs around with it, you know, and 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 pushes it. The only thing is that it hurts to kick it because it's not a soccer ball, mm. you know. So when sure. I kick it with my foot, I'm like, ow, every time. <laughs> and there's only so far I can throw it because I'm a small person. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen us at the. What about a volleyball? Oh, that would be kind of similar to a soccer yeah, ball. Yeah, he would end up eating it. He doesn't. Yeah. It's like he because he wants to bite it. I don't Bowling know. Ball. It's a it's 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 a whole thing. So anyway, I'm at the hardware store. Need a plunger. Uh, you know, got my basketball and um, the, the and it's weird. Like this is a pretty small hardware store. And it's one of those places where it's like narrow and everything's just like piled on top of each other. But they have one of everything. Kind of a fascinating store where I'm like I would just go insane working here. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- kudos to the people who do. And there's like never the same person there twice. Like how many people work here? You can't have <laughs> that many employees in a relatively small hardware store. But okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, the woman who was there, she was just like in a good mood or whatever, and she was like, "Oh, we have lots of plungers. We have like several different kinds." And I'm like, "Different kinds of plungers? Okay, show me." And so there was like, yeah, there was like the plunger that looks like a plunger, just standard. (laughs) And then there's like this one that was sort of accordion shaped. And she was like, this is the best plunger. (laughs) Like, this is the plunger that you want unless you want to save money and then get the other one. And I'm like, no, I want the good plunger. Like, I don't care how much it is. It could be a million dollars. I'm buying this plunger. (laughs) And it's kind of of like, it's got a, it's hard to describe. It has sort of a triangle shape, you know, because you're going to be putting it in a, in a pot. But yeah, it has this kind of accordion thing going on. So I buy the plunger. It's like purple. It's like almost like a good looking plunger. Um, mm. Everything works. Things are fine at the Lane residence and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but it was it was tough going. <laughs> I, I would like to see you have a week where nothing goes wrong. Nothing goes Is wrong. that possible, you think? Um, well, you let us know if, if you have a week where nothing goes wrong. Yeah, just just yeah, just just a chill week. Just a chill yeah, week. Maybe it'll chill. be next week. Nothing breaks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've um, we've got an issue. The people at the house are not an issue. <laughs> I'm not going to bitch about anybody this week. Everybody, <laughs> they're all good. They're fine. They keep to themselves. They're they're fine. But um, we've got this pool cover. This this 
the pool is very large and mm -hmm. people who are staying here want to use the pool, of course. And I always tell mm -hmm. them, hey, to keep the pool as clean as possible and also retain heat, just, you know, throw the cover on when you're not using it. You don't have to. You can leave it mm -hmm. open. Sometimes aesthetically, people are like, no, I want to see the pool. You know, we don't want to yeah. look at this big old pool cover. And I get that. But I'm like, it'll just it'll just be nicer for you if you if mm -hmm. you close it when you're not using it. And they've been doing that a lot. And the pool cover is kind of on its last legs. It's apparently quite mm -hmm. old and it's kind of this thick canvas. It's not a, like a hard top. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to walk across it, but like you can kind of, you know, if something falls, if basketball falls onto the pool cover, it's like nothing's going to happen, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's pretty sturdy, but it's starting to crack in a few places. Every time our pool technician comes, he goes, you guys are going to have to fix this. It's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse, you know? And I'm like, I know, I know. And just thinking, you know, guess who gets to deal with that? It's me. Um, and uh, so this guy came out yesterday to look at the pool cover. And he was like, yeah, this just needs to be, it, like, we're not even going to patch it. It's too old. You just need to replace mm -hmm. the pool cover. You know, the, the people who sold your landlords the house <laughs> did not want to deal with it. And so, you know, they didn't replace the pool yeah. cover. And it's, it's like 12 years old or something. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, okay. I mean, sure. Just let me know you know, what it costs and I'll have someone pay for it. But then it's like, well, but then there's installation and mm -hmm. pool covers are kind of weird because, well, they're different, but this particular one, as it opens, it wraps up, you know, in the corner under stones. So you don't see it like wrapped up. It just mm -hmm. sort of, when the pool's open, it's just invisible. It's not there, Yeah, which is nice looking. But so there's but there's a whole thing going on under like these stones on the mm -hmm. side of the pool that you don't see. Well, if you have to replace a pool cover, all those stones need to come up. God, note to self, never never have a never pool. Never have a pool. No. It's the worst no. thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And your hair turns green. <laughs> Who would have thought? Why would you ever do this to yourself? <laughs> all the stones have to come up. And so and the pool guy's like, No, we're not gonna jackhammer this. Like this this is not, you know, because oh, we're, we're pool installer, you know, pool cover installers. We're not, uh, you know, masonry workers. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I know the people I need to call for that. So <laughs> it's masonry. It's just it's just a it's a mess. It's an yeah. absolute mess. God. And this whole thing is going to be like when it happens and it needs to happen soon. Right. Because uh -huh. eventually the pool cover is going to break. And then I'm really in a world of hers. Yeah. Um, but it has to happen, you know, like, I don't know, next week. <laughs> and it sucks that you can't even enjoy the pool, you know? It's like you would think I've never been in the pool. You just, I've lived here yeah. for a year and a half. I've never been in the pool. I went into the you hot just tub look at once. it with a hairy eyeball. <laughs> I just don't want to swim alone. I, yeah. I know it's, that sounds weird, but like... I'm not really a swimmer either. I'm not a swimmer. I, I just... I mean, I like a pool party, like the next guy. Totally, but... yeah. I don't dislike pools. I just feel like as a form of exercise because like mm -hmm. what am I going to do like splash and play by myself like no like you'd you'd kind of be like swimming laps right like why else would you get in the pool and I'm not that great of a swimmer I just feel like oh if I want to exert some energy I would just go on a jog although a nice like lounge like a little puffy lounge thing where you can kind of lay there and have a drink on a nice warm day and get a suntan that sounds kind of yeah silly. i know i know there, there are there are things to enjoy um you know pool life but uh yeah but today was not one of those days actually this was all <laughs> this all happened yesterday but uh but yeah i i i had a moment yesterday where i'm like 
okay, so someone needs to jackhammer a bunch of stones that actually were just um, like like sealed by these other mm-hmm. people recently. So it like looks nice, you know? Yeah. There's like it's basically like grout, you know? Sounds like a big job outside. Yeah. And so now we have to pull all that up. Cool. <laughs> Cool, 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 oh, cool, man. cool. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. But, you know, I'm trying to, it was kind of like how you were talking on a couple episodes ago where things were sort of melting down at your house and you just were yeah. like, I'm going to have to be zen about this and just not yeah, be like super pissed off because all you're doing is just having a worse day because of it. And that's kind of how I feel these days about stuff where I'm like, I mean, listen, if the toilet would have been more of an issue <laughs> and my plunger hadn't worked, I probably would have cried. Yeah. But it did, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm on it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this. Yeah. And you know, my wise grandmother always had a bumper sticker on her car that said shit happens <laughs> up until she was like 95 years That's old. Really so, I mean, it's just I'm like, a, it's I've so always true. been like, who has that bumper sticker? It turns out it's <laughs> your grandma. My grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have met her, you probably wouldn't think she'd have that bumper sticker. But yeah, she was a wild one. But, uh. Yeah, God, it's an interesting morning over here. There's the roller skater is out in full effect. Um, I've got a new neighbor. So I'm in an office building um, in the adjacent town uh, recording. And uh, eventually, probably in a month, I will be recording from home, which will be really, really nice because it's quite quiet on the property. You'll probably hear some birds chirping or something. But Well, and then you don't have to kind of commute, right? Everything oh, is great. just kind of on site. That'll be nice. It's going to be wonderful. And I'll have to show you guys where I'm going to record. It's a it's an art studio that my stepmom built. It's so adorable. And I'm very excited. It's going to be my little studio. But funny how things just coincidentally happen. I have a new neighbor over here at this office. So my old neighbor is a massage therapist. So you can imagine it's actually quite quiet, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I record. But I have a new neighbor... <laughs> And apparently they're musicians and I'm like, great. So like this morning, they just moved in like yesterday and I'm hearing him, there are two guys strumming a banjo. <laughs> so if you guys hear that in the background, I mean, what are the chances of me I don't hear having anything, a new neighbor that's but, a musician? But yeah, no, it's, it's true. It's, that's the funny thing about, I, you know, I, I used to, I used to live with these guys who would like practice their, they had a band. I mean, they were, they uh-huh. were <laughs> very popular band, you know, but they, they played at like little crappy venues in the outer sunset of San Francisco, but they would practice Mm -hmm. in the garage and they, you know, you got to practice. If if you're a music, you got to practice somewhere. And it's like, I loved the idea of it and I hated to hear it, you know, just over and hours and hours. And it's like, musicians love that. You know, it's yeah. like fun and you're like, you know, the banjo playing, but it's like, oh, but, but if one you're the neighbor. And I love it too. I'm like really kind of pumped. There's a couple musicians that moved in next door, but I'm also like, ah, I record in here. Like that could be a problem, yeah. you know? Well, it sounds like it won't be a problem too much longer. Yeah, probably not. Um, but dude, Sarah, Banjos. dude. Yes. I had another dream about Denzel Washington. <laughs> like what is happening? Oh my gosh. Can I just explain here? Like... I don't even have a thing for him. I don't think about him. Right. I haven't even watched a movie with him recently. Like, why is he in my subconscious? And this time, instead of him being my stepfather, I was his love interest on, I was literally on a set of a movie. And I remember thinking, I mean, I was very confused. Like, I'm not an actor. Like, why was I chosen for this? But it was like really steamy. Like, I remember making out with him and oh. it was a whole thing. Like, I was into him. 
And I thought like, what is going on here? Why am I dreaming? Like, you know how you can look up dream symbolism and you're like, I'm having a dream about whales. What does it mean? Sure. You know, and it's like, you have to use the bathroom or whatever it is. <laughs> right. It's like, right. what do I even look up? Like, is this, is this guy like a father figure? Like manly man <laughs> it's like why why is he like, back why yeah like i if only i could ask carl young because i'm so fascinated by, i mean i understand one dream with him in it but another one like what well i mean i think maybe okay so i yeah i'm certainly not a dream expert but i think about dreams a lot because i just have the weirdest uh-huh. ones too me too uh maybe the fact that you dreamt of him the first time was so kind of like on your mind Mm-hmm. You know, because you're like, why, like did, so why, why was he my yeah. stepdad? You true, know? true. And yeah. like you thought about it enough that like he's kind of just in your subconscious now. <laughs> and now like Denzel is just going to be like part of your life. <laughs> and I, I think that's a good point. And I think also like maybe maybe it's like, you know, he's he's my dad was such a like um, kind of a life anchor kind of thing. And like maybe I mean, Denzel kind of embodies this kind of like strong you know, manly man. I don't know. Like I I might be going too far with this, but other than that crazy dream, my week was very productive, Sarah. I really think I'm harnessing this business and it's feeling really good. good. And there's been such nice weather and the, the ocean has been so calm, which is my favorite because it, it, I can't explain it. It's like when it, when it's calm, because usually it can be like really rough waves and stuff like that, but it just has this like vibe that makes you feel like you're on a tropical in a tropical place because it's so calm there's no wind it's warm and you're like where am i it was, it's mm-hmm. a trip anyway um i planted a bunch of new things because you know it's spring and you gotta you gotta be on top of the calendar and what um you're supposed to plant at a certain time so i've been doing that but man okay so I, I figured it was probably due time that i talk about some of my airbnb stuff my friend lisa and i were having a chat about the last show she was laughing pretty hard about our show idea about Airbnb follies um, with disguised voices. And <laughs> we kind of went down a rabbit hole with it. But um, I need to start writing down some of my experiences because I have a lot. I probably have about the same amount of experiences as you, Sarah. And my place is so booked. In fact, my friend Alice just posted top Airbnbs, you know, in I think it was just the US. She posted something about one of my Airbnbs. So I'm kind of bracing myself for like the site to go down. But we're so booked. And usually a lot of times people come in just for one night. So it's like a little crazy in the summer because I literally have to turn it over 31 times in the month because there's like, people staying one night, which I will change down the road. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And so for me, when someone doesn't book via Airbnb or Verbo, I, I, it's a lot more work for me because they have, they get my email and they email me and then we have to get on the phone or we, you know, text or whatever. But most of the time, those types of people who do not want to book via a website like that, cause they're like afraid of like their information being sold. I mean, I've had a lot of people who absolutely do not want to use those websites. Well, and there's a markup too, right? Cause it's, there's, it's a, markup, the con- exactly. there's a convenience for everybody for using them, but the guest yep. ends up paying more. Exactly. And then I get less. So it's like, really, it does benefit me if they... You know, if I if it's sort of dread these phone listing, calls, yeah, like, exactly. So, but it's so interesting. Like lately, like I've been getting this slew of like the craziest names I've ever seen in my life. That I'm like, this is spam. Like this is not even a real person. It's totally globalization, though. I I mean, I really think that you know the fact that this tiny little town has been discovered by all kinds of people from around the world. It's fascinating. But this super sweet woman who really needed her hand held. Like I've never 
held someone's hand more. Oh, when you said handheld, I was like, handheld camera, handheld smartphone. No, I actually held her, her hand. Her handheld, her actual hand. Handheld, yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> such a production brain. She, I, I mean, honestly, such a sweet woman. She wanted to come up with her family, but she had a lot of questions. She was very timid and kind of sounded nervous on the phone. And so we, I had to really walk her through things. I had to, you know, she had a lot of questions like, do you have a washer and dryer? And do you have a hair dryer and a microwave and like cooking oil and you know, stuff where that it's amenities that are posted and listed in detail, mm -hmm. like on Airbnb, you know? And so right, this is, right. this is sort of my issue is I really want to accommodate everybody, but like talking on the phone and getting phone calls at 8 PM, like at night on my cell, like when I'm kind of chilling out, drinking a glass of wine and it's like business and it's them wondering where the laundry shed is and like stuff like that. It's just, it, or it just does bother me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm, yeah. I was like, well, maybe I can somehow reroute them to Airbnb and VRBO from the website. But then you kind of, there is a percentage, I would say maybe let's say 10% of the people that book our places go via our website or, or knew my dad and then just continue to kind of email us the family right. to like book their trip. And so I kind of can't do that. But I wanted to ask you, Sarah, because I know you have maybe even more of a pet peeve with like talking on the phone <laughs> when it's like a surprise, you know, when like someone kind of calls you out of the blue and you aren't expecting it. Yeah. There's something about that these days. And maybe it's because that we're a newer generation that, you know, is tech savvy and phone calls have just kind of become a little more irritating. Well, I, yeah, it's true. I. There are, you know, if you called me, I'd be like, hi, great to hear your voice. You know, if my mom <laughs> like, calls me, I'm, I'm going to answer. <laughs> I have a couple friends where when they sure. call, I'm like, oh, this will be, you know, a nice chat. I'm so going to call you yeah, like totally. one in the morning. Yeah, middle of the night. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, most of the time I'm, I'm just not a big phone person and I find it very yeah. invasive and there's just like so many other ways to <laughs> communicate. And that said, that said, a couple years ago, when my life was very different, you know, I would just be like, I'm not answering that. Like, I don't <laughs> care who it is. Now, yeah. because of so much back and forth, like, for example, the pool cover people, you got to call mm -hmm. them. Like, there's no, there's no way to get a hold of them. You got to call them. Exactly. And then there's, you know, the, the folks that are doing this and that or the maintenance folks. Well, I can text uh -huh. them for the most part, but I still have to get on the phone with them every so often where I'm just like, ah, this is too hard to explain. You know, yeah. I need to get on the phone with you. And because of just a lot of that going on, and again, it's totally house related. It's just mm -hmm. it's maintenance and management and, and all that stuff. I do have to get on the phone. Um, and I also have this like issue with the DMV where I keep updating my address and they just keep sending my registration to my old address. It's like not taking, Whoa. you know? And so I talked <laughs> to somebody agencies. at the DMV the other day and you know, just, it, there are just certain times where you're like, I need a human. Yeah. And, oh, of course. and you know, and I, I do, and I understand that other people do as well, you know? So that woman who's like, I really want to ask you about the hairdryer and it would be more comfortable for me if I call, exactly. you know, you're kind of like, well, that's <laughs> annoying. But like at the same time, I kind of get it. Yeah, of course. You know? And like, and it's funny because she, I needed to give her a refund, but instead of, you know, you can easily refund people on these websites on mm -hmm. Airbnb and Verbo, but I had to like put a check in an envelope for her, like on the table, on the kitchen table in the cabin that she rented because that's how she paid. But um, you're going to love this, Sarah. This is on another level. Yesterday, I'm like 
busy working. In fact, I think I was, you know, writing scripts for the show and I was just like deep in thought and someone, there was like a super loud knock on my door. And if you understood the layout of our property, it's like, we have a long driveway. So if you're, it's like a little startling if someone's knocking on your door Um, and it's this big guy with a mask on, he's the pest guy. He actually got rid of some ants in one of our cottages uh, a week ago and he kept sending the bill to like the wrong address. So he had to come physically over to my house to ask what my address was so he could send me an invoice. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm living in the country. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> there was um there was a funny thing. I don't even remember if I talked about it last week. There was a funny thing where we've got this generator. Also, also a nightmare. Just just the totally. just the worst thing ever. Uh, but but you know, when working properly, important tool to have. Very you know, but our generator hasn't been working for quite some time. And the generator folks, you know, it's like my landlord was kind of dealing with it, but I was like, I kept like bugging him, like, what's the status? And finally, I'm like, I'm just taking this over. You know, it's (laughs) like, it doesn't make any sense that you're dealing with this when I live here and you don't, you know? And so I finally, again, get on the phone with them and it's (laughs) a whole thing. And like they, I had to, I like left a voicemail where I'm like, is anyone even going to check? Like their voicemail box like why aren't people working you know I called like at a normal time of day somebody did call me back you know and she was like yeah I mean there's like four unpaid bills like we can't service your house until you figure this out and I'm like oh god and it's not like my landlord is like trying to skip out on anything I'm like oh the bills just probably came here and I don't open their mail I just put it like in a corner and they look at it if they want to you know it's like that's (laughs) not my if somebody wanted me to open their mail, I would, but otherwise I'm not in the business of opening mail that's addressed to somebody else. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, that's what's happening. You know, of course. Totally. It was ironed out eventually, but mess. it was a whole mess. It was a whole mess. Yep. Life is a mess, Sarah. It really is. Boy, boy, <laughs> a beautiful mess at that. It is. Definitely. Well, speaking of um, beautiful messes, it's uh, <laughs> kind of a weird segue, but so, okay. <laughs> so, the rapper DMX, you're familiar with DMX, right, yeah. Heather? Okay. Uh-huh. So DMX, as of recording right now, and I think this is probably going to change pretty soon, he's on life support, in a mm-hmm. coma, had a drug overdose, has had a history of substance abuse, and, you know, I don't have to go into it any more than that because I don't know the guy. But, you know, it's one of those things where when something like this happens, people go, oh, no, oh, I can't believe, what a tragedy. And then, you know, you kind of get, you know, popular songs being played and maybe Mm -hmm. there's, you know, some other recording artist will be like, I've got a great story about DMX or, you know, or whoever. And it kind of turns into this frenzy for a little while, you know, Mm -hmm. because, because when someone is about to die, which it seems like this is what's happening here, um, then, you know, it's like, oh, it's such a talent, you know, so many great yeah, memories exactly. and, you know, has all these kids and the kids are great and, and all that stuff. And I was just kind of thinking like, okay, so DMX, DMX was never like my favorite artist, but mm-hmm. I know him, you know, I, I mean, Rough Riders, I was, I was, I was definitely a fan and I, mm-hmm. I definitely, I've got my, my favorite songs and I was driving to the dog park yesterday and I was, I don't know, whatever was on NPR was, I was just like not into it. And I'm like, Sarah, just, you have CarPlay, like put, take matters into your own hands and put like some music on, like your own music. You don't always have to listen to like, 
you know, a public forum about whatever they're talking about. And because uh-huh. um, I'm just lazy in the car. And so I was like, yeah, let's like put some DMX on, you know, and I'm listening to it and I'm just like having the best time. And the dog park <laughs> is like this beautiful drive, like through like vineyards and and it's mm-hmm. ju- it's just like it's a pretty drive. And mm-hmm. it was a nice time of day. And I'm just like, like, I, I like turned it up. I mean, Otis was in the car. So I was like, I didn't want to blow out his, uh, his ears either. But I'm like, I turned it up like just a little too high. That feeling mm-hmm. where you're just like digging the music and you're like, I want it to <laughs> yeah, sort like of hurt. coming out of your car. Yeah. <laughs> just, I want it to like slightly hurt. That's how oh, much yeah. fun I'm having. Yeah. I love it. And it was just like such this, such this nice feeling, you know, where I'm like, it's so it's very tragic, um, that, you know, this would happen, you know, to anybody who's so young, but also, and I also, you know, I hesitate to be like, and someone so talented because it's tragic for anybody, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's so many people who are like, well, that happened to my brother and like, nobody made a big deal about that kind of thing. Like, it does bother me to like celebrate someone's life because they were a celebrity more than just life in general. Yeah. But that said, there's only one DMX. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I kind of had that, you know, I was like, it was sort of like almost like a moving experience that I had where I'm yeah. like, this is so like, this is like, f- to me, it's like party music, right? But yeah. at the same time, it's like, but I'm playing it for such a like specific and very sad reason. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah where my life was very different too. And yeah. it just, yeah, I got into my feelings a little bit. <laughs> I did. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> did you start crying? No, God, no, no. I was like, I was like, stop, drop, shut him down, up and up, shop. You know, just yelling <laughs> in my car like a weirdo with my dog. But, um, but yeah, and then we went to the dog park and um, it's this like new dog park I'm going to. Everyone there is really weird. But I love weird people, so I'm like yeah. I'm kind of enthusiastically like going when I know that one guy with the four huskies will be there, because I kind of know his. He's always there, you know. It's like 5 p.m. ish type thing. Like let's go there. A lot of dogs. Yeah, and he he brings them. He brings the dogs meatballs. Oh, and there's like it's really hard to explain. The it's too hard to explain. But there's the dog park, you know. It's like fenced off, and then there's like another kind of picnic area that's in a on the other side of the fence that's like not for dogs mm-hmm. but um and the dog you know, dog parks are like kind of gross right there's like gross yeah. tennis balls and poop and you know whatever it's like for dogs <laughs> but the other area is like really nice if you wanted to like have a picnic under the redwood someday and he was like you know he's he's got all these dogs his dogs are kind of old so they move slowly and he's he's like yeah I, as he was leaving yesterday because i was still there he's like yeah I, you know the I've got the meatballs over on the other side for you. And I'm like, mm. meatballs for me? What? And he's like, well, not for you, for Otis. You know, I'm like, you made my dog meatballs? And he goes, no, no, I, I do this all the time. And I'm like, well, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, like, are they poisonous meatballs? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because you're kind of a weirdo. Yeah. You know, like, you you're, you're, you seem to be an eccentric person. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't know about that. But then all the other people were like, yeah, it's meatball day. You know, and their dogs were over there eating the meatballs. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and Otis is kind of like, what? Meatball day. What's happening? You know, and so I was like, all right, let's go get a meatball. And it was like in like a, like almost like a, like a baking tin. And uh-huh. you had to like scoop the meatball out with your hands. Ew. It wasn't like, it wasn't a, a meatball that would be 
eaten by a human. I don't really okay. know what was going on. It was meat of some kind. Was it saucy? It was like it's hard to explain. It honestly looked like almost like a like a dessert of some kind. You know, and I was like, do I just like put my hand in here? And one other guy was like, yeah, you just put your hand in there. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird, you know? And then, you know, I give it to Otis and he likes it. And that's the end of the story. But it was just like, I don't know. It was a weird day. <laughs> and, it, and, I, and I owe it all to DMX. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, I don't even know where to begin here. Um, I, I do want to talk about weirdos, though. I, I totally relate to that because I had a weird kind of um, interaction with an eccentric guy mm-hmm. and I know him a little bit I mean he I met him you know when I first got into town and and he knew my dad and he's been a tenant for a very long time and uh he's uh, he's actually an acupuncturist um and he I've done one session with him and he's actually quite good mm. but he's definitely kind of a little conspiracy theory guy mm. a little mm-hmm. bit he's pretty spiritual and you know we have like interesting conversations just out front we'll talk for a half hour like like like, like, like is he talking like chemtrails type stuff i don't know i mean he's more like he's pretty like i guess his dad was like a feng shui expert and he's really deep into like taoist like oh okay. you know the chinese medicine stuff but like really like on another level like i've never even i didn't even really know what he was talking about some of it is just really esoteric honestly yeah i don't know i think we all know a little bit about feng shui um i'm not an expert at all by any means but i i know some of the standard rules Mm -hmm. you know there's there's some standard stuff that you you want to think about when you move into a new place and you know you want to have your bed in a certain position you know so that the energy flows through the house in like the proper mirror placement important you know exactly it's like it's it's you know bouncing back in the wrong place is is frowned upon yeah, like you don't want to have a bathroom door like right in line with the front door because then like all the energy just kind of goes out. And I mean, there's a lot of like little tricks that are really easy and kind of you you even feel it. Like sometimes I'm like, ooh, this isn't good feng shui. You know, like yeah. I don't think that this is like creating a space that supports uh, energy and health and transformation and whatnot. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's a Chinese thing. It's all about like spatial arrangement and orientation to like help the flow of energy. And it, you know, involves like a bunch of elements, you know, like metal, water, wood, fire, earth, blah, 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 blah. I won't get into all the details, but I understand basic feng shui. You don't want to live near a casino or a government building or a butcher shop or a graveyard. I mean, this <laughs> you is don't want to live near a butcher shop. I've never I heard guess that. Not. I guess not. Okay, all right. And they say that you, it's good to live near like a winding road or river that isn't too loud. Like you don't want a really loud like river with like rapids um, <laughs> because it invites good energy. Apparently, mm. I mean, there's a bunch of rules. Yeah, it goes deep if you want to go deep. It goes really, really deep. You want to have your bed in a commanding position. There's like a lot of stuff that um, I I definitely you know keep in mind when i'm setting up a room anyway this guy there's almost no there's no feng shui that i i really pay all that much attention to except the mm-hmm. bed thing yeah so at some point someone had said to me or i had read it in an article or something that you don't want to have your feet pointed towards the door so it's like mm-hmm. how when you move into a new place and i move like every five seconds i've lived in so many different <laughs> bedrooms me too. i am always like hmm, okay where's the bed going here I mean, TV is a whole other thing, but like bed, bed facing do- when your feet are when you're in bed and your feet are facing the yeah. door. It's like sometimes it can't be helped. It's just like the only uh-huh. way that you can orient yourself. But if all possible, I have it in my head, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. 
If I can help yeah. it, I don't want it that way. It feels funky. Yeah. Like, I mostly go by my instincts. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like, I don't have a book on feng shui or anything. I just know like there are times when I'm like, yeah, this is facing the wrong direction. Like this feels weird. Yeah. But like, okay, this guy took it to another level. I, I really <laughs> need to hear your thoughts, uh, Sarah and uh, patrons and, everyone, and listeners yeah. out there. Everybody, the world, please. Okay, I'm moving in about a month. He He's familiar with the location. It is a very specific location. And if you're in this area, you do know it. And it's, um, it's this little town that's like basically on the bluff of the ocean. And there's different areas and they have different names, you know. There's one that's like the part of the town that I live in. There's like a kind of a hilly enclave. I don't live up there. I live on the ocean, on the cliff. So when you mention my street name, people go, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right on the ocean. Mm, Totally mm -hmm. familiar with that. So he knew, he knows where I am and where I'm moving and, and whatnot. And he was like, oh, well, you should really be careful when you move in there. And I'm like, what? He's like, well, when you live facing an ocean and you don't have a mountain behind you to bolster the energy, you can tend to fall ill or feel less grounded. So, you know, just just beware of that. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I thought living on the ocean was probably the most best feng shui scenario out there right you know <laughs> i certainly I mean, like fresh it. air positive ions yeah. like right, what right. else do i need man i mean i'm gonna get ill like <laughs> you know I, I also thought it was like a little too soon to mention something like that because i was thinking about my dad and yeah and everything and anyway well, yeah so i mean it's I basically like it's like he's insulting the house you're about to live in and you're like totally you're like, oh, well thanks i mean you can kind of like yeah there's maybe a little like decorum going on yeah. that he's oh, not totally. you know he's not firing on all the cylinders and there's a lot of there's a bit of an airy fairy thing up here which i kind of think is fun like in small doses but you know people are very into nature and they're you know probably more spiritual than maybe a lot of people in the city i don't know i mean who knows i can't even generalize about it but this guy i mean on another level um so i started i looked this up you know and i i didn't spend too much time reading about it but it does say that you know a hill or a mountain behind a home helps protect from cold winds it helps you stay grounded Mm. you know that kind of thing and it kind of bolsters the energy of the ocean i'm like okay that sounds feng shui like but i'm like i can't stop thinking about it i'm like should i be worried moving into this house like right on the ocean like i'm seriously he kind of threw me for a loop yeah oh and then he goes i'm gonna give you some blah 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 tiles to hang on your ceiling and it'll help the whole situation i'm like Okay. okay cool yeah i mean it, it's sort of like uh, i don't know i mean it's easy for me sometimes depends on what kind of mood i'm in you know you use the term airy fairy which i've never heard before but but like <laughs> there sometimes i because that's kind of how it is around here as well not yeah. everybody is so like no hippy dippy right that's yeah. I, <laughs> I use that term all the time um and uh-huh. i mean it lovingly not everybody's sure. like that but a lot of people mm-hmm. are and you just, yeah, you have to embrace it or you're not going to like living around here. <laughs> yeah. And I sort of like, that's kind of my roots. That's really mm-hmm. how I grew up. But I, I don't consider myself really that person at all. Mm-hmm. I just think I am, I'm tolerant and cool with it. I think you and I are similar. We had like a similar upbringing yeah. in a similar town with that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't, no one's better or worse than anybody. Um, but I definitely would, you know, if someone was like, Ooh, is Sarah like super granola of a person? I'd be like, I'm definitely not. Yeah. But no. I totally get it. 
And what you're talking about with this gentleman, I mean, it sounds like one of these things where I would just be standing there like not wanting to roll my eyes because I don't want to be rude, but just being like, yeah. get me out of this conversation. Oh, that's exactly. You how know, because it's like it's like you he believes all of this stuff. And yeah. I don't even know that he's wrong. I mean, what do I know? You know, like, I mean, lots yeah. of lots of mysteries in life. But, but but just like you can't build a mountain behind your house. Like, what are you going to do about no. it? Just like worry. It's like it's sort of a pointless thing to like explain to somebody because you're moving there. And the other thing is the Trinity Alps are not that far east, which is basically behind my house. Like, OK, so are you talking about like you have to have like a mountain that's crazy within a certain not how, amount of yards of all behind the, your like, house oceanside living that happens where that's not the yeah. case i mean sure in california <laughs> we're often used to like cliffs you know there's yeah. there's you know there's mountains here and and often the ocean is kind of at the end of a cliff but like mm -hmm. a house isn't built down on the sand no it's like i mean you just it's a yeah, it, it's just, it's one of those things. So if any of you out there understand feng shui better than we do um, or have any thoughts or feelings about this, please email us at hi at havesuchagoodday.com. Indeed do. We mentioned patrons earlier in the show and just, just to remind you, if you'd like to support us directly, and many of you do, and thank you to all of our patrons. But if you're if you're new to the show um, or, or considering kind of being part of our community, please do find us at Patreon patreon.com slash have such a good day you'll find out a little bit more about different pledge levels uh five dollar and up per month uh gets you into the discord and we're having so much fun in discord these days man it is like banging i mean we got a really good crew in we got there a good crew. and by the way by the way just so you guys know it isn't that self-explanatory when you want to join discord just send us a note on patreon and we will send you a code you have to have a super secret code to get in so just ping us and we and, and we will we'll hook you yes, up. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's great. In fact, I'm get getting a Discord notification right now. And we have a couple new Discorders. Yeah, we do have a couple new Discorders. We got David Ackers. I think it might be we, Acres. We welcomed him. I think Acres, yeah. maybe Acres. God, I mean, you should be reading these because I'm terrible at this. That's all right. And uh, Holger is one of our new patrons, and he joined Discord. I think yesterday. So Yay. we have such a great crew, and thank you so much for being part of it yeah absolutely um speaking of holger um i hope i'm saying your name right listen i don't <laughs> i get this wrong all the time too heather don't worry about it um <laughs> got a note uh from from holger saying on the subject of accidentally losing contact with someone for multiple years this was a conversation we were having on last week's show uh holger says i've had some of that with my cousins we haven't talked for many years not just because I'm in a different time zone, I'm in the North Bay, they're back in Germany. This has also been the case many years before. Back then I visited them almost on a regular basis to stay in contact, everything was normal. Now it's silent season again. So I'm in a similar boat of not staying in contact with some family and friends. There's just sometimes no real reason why you lose contact. Have such a good day, TM. <laughs> I like that. Oh, trademarked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, sometimes there really isn't a reason. And I mean, we there spend a, a lot of time yeah. kind of like analyzing things, you know, till, I mean, the cows come home and, and maybe there just isn't a reason for it. And I like that. Yeah, indeed. Well, Heather. You know, Sarah, I, I actually <laughs> wanted to mention. I didn't mean to sound so tired just then. I was like. You do. You drink some more coffee well, over there. Well, it's green tea over here today. I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had coffee all week. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Yeah. Surprising. I know. God, I live for well, it. I ran, I ran out and I just like was like, 
it wasn't the right day for a grocery run. Not that I have to go that far, but I was like, I kind of mm -hmm. like to do it all at once. And then yeah. I was just like, eh, I'll just get it later. I don't yeah. need it that bad. You know, I kind of live for, I mean, if, if all else fails, I'm like coffee, wine in the evening and a good night's sleep. Those things are worth living for people. It's true. It's, you know, <laughs> some of my greatest pleasures are being like, oh, morning coffee. Oh, nice glass of wine. Bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the world is just smaller and smaller by the day. You know, it's all, it's all about the simple pleasures, Sarah. It is. Yeah. Simple pleasures. You know, maybe you're rocking out to DMX in your car. Maybe you're not. Yeah. You know, it's actually really funny because I don't have CarPlay or I, I might and I just don't know how to hook it up. But um, I have a bunch of just like apps that are in my my car, you know, where it's like Spotify, Pandora, mm -hmm. um, Sirius, like all the kind of usual suspects. And I've always been a Spotify person, but I stopped. I don't have an account anymore and I haven't had one for like a year. And of course I get this new car and it has every single app in there except for Apple Music. And I have like six months for free. And I'm like, well, you have every single other app in there, but not Apple Music. Like, what gives? <laughs> Life is pain. It is. God, it's just a series of disappointments. Um, <laughs> I can hear, uh, speaking of disappointment, on every other Friday, you know, I work in my garage, so I'm on my property right now. Mm -hmm. Every other Friday, the landscaping crew comes. They're on a schedule. They come at every other Friday, it's fine. Which is part of the reason that, I mean, you you are listening to this on demand whenever you wanna be listening to it, uh, dear patron or other listener, but <laughs> we we record often fairly early in the mornings, mm -hmm. you know, just, just to accommodate our schedules, but specifically because I'm trying to avoid the landscaping folks, because once they yeah. turn the, the leaf blowers on, it's curtains. <laughs> but but just now I forgot that they were here and it sounded like someone was like dragging a body just right outside the garage, you know, where I'm like, what are the guests doing? What are they doing? What are they dragging? And now I just remembered, oh, it's some landscapers. They, and, they, and they have like containers of things and they're cleaning yeah. up stuff and, and doing, doing doing God's work. But but yeah, it's uh, I, I had forgotten that that was this Friday. So yeah. Sweet, you gotta update that calendar of yours. Yeah, it's on my calendar. I'm just oh, and there comes the the fan in my office, so it's good timing. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna get on out of here then. We're gonna wrap this baby up. Yeah, episode ninety five in the can. Thanks everybody woo, woo. for listening. It was really fun, super fun, and we'll do it all again next week. That's right. Until in then, the meantime, I will remain Sarah, and I will be Heather forever. Have such a good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.